Hey, welcome to the Echo Youth Podcast, where we're going to talk about the Bible, how it applies to our daily lives, and have a lot of fun while we're doing it. My name is Brett Westerfield, and my wife and I are the youth pastors of Echo Youth Ministries at South Coast Christian in San Juan Capistrano, California. And I'm joined today by one of our youth leaders, Ben Wallace. Let's get it. Execute order 66. 66. <laughs> hey, what's good, players? Welcome <laughs> to episode 66. Um, uh, hopefully, you know that. Hopefully, you got the reference. If you don't, you're um, dead to me. And no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jeez. Um, no, I'm just totally kidding. Oh. You guys are great. Um, yeah, last week we had Jackson on the podcast. That was super fun. Jackson Collins. Got to specify. We got two now. We do. We do have two Jackson. We, we have Jackson Shively Collins. And Collins. Um, we had Jackson Collins on the on the podcast. That was awesome. Now we got to think up who our next um, guest would be. I want to get the Big Diesel back on here again. Yeah, That'd we got to really get funny. the Big Diesel back. And then um, we got to get some of our other uh, other lady, leader debuts other, here. Other le- lady leaders too. We got to yeah. get some of them on here. Um, oh, we should have Shable be a guest host on here. That'd be tight. yeah. That'd be so much fun. She's literally like the Shable. Mo- you're the next. You're you're one of them. Shable's like the so her name got her name's Shelby, but it got messed up at Chick Fil A, and now <laughs> they wrote Shable on her order. <laughs> now Shable, as in like the name, is like kind of like our like Echo Youth mascot. <laughs> like, Literally. So, uh, so like we we're just messing with her. Shable. If you're listening to this, love you. Uh, but we got to get her on the podcast. Yeah, we need to. Wow, that's crazy. All right. Um, that's cool. Okay, so we have a couple things to do today. We're gonna do John uh, chapter 11, which is great. It's the story of Lazarus. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I've preached on this recently. Uh, well, not recently, I guess. It was over Last Christmas. Year. Yeah. Um, on my first message ever, my parents got COVID, and my dad's the senior pastor at our church, and so he was like, hey. Hey, buddy. Uh, it's go time. Not Yeah, not my first message ever, my first weekend message ever. Yeah, so he's like, hey, uh, you got to preach. And I was like, oh, man. And so I preached on Lazarus. It was good. It was emotional. It was crazy, but it was really good. Um. You can find that on YouTube somewhere if you want to listen to it. Let's go. Um, okay, so let's, let's we're going to do that, it. and then we have a new uh, draft, and we kind of created a draft um, <coughs> genre that we might stick to. Yeah, we might continue this one. It's a series sometimes. Which would be fun. I got to sneeze. Bless you. Oh, goodness. Wow. Only a one for? Only a one for. I I'm never good. sneeze, like, just one. I know. It's kind of weird. Yeah. We're good. Okay, so uh, John chapter 11. Um, chapter 11. Ben, what do you think of John chapter 11? Huge fan. Talks about Lazy Boy. Huge fan. Big fan. Yeah, huge fan. The greatest of fans. The greatest of fans. Maybe even the best. <laughs> Maybe even the best chapter in all of the Bible. It's really awesome. It's really great. It's super awesome. I'm probably I probably wrote it. It's amazing. <laughs> that was one of the best impressions I've ever heard. <laughs> oh. um, no, I love John chapter 11 though. <laughs> Back to it real quick. Yeah. No, it's great. Okay. Super powerful stuff in here. Read about Lazy getting raised from the dead. Okay, so let's read a little bit. So starting at chapter 11, it says, Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany. Shout out to Bethany Wish. What up, player? Yep. Uh, she. Except that's a town in here. Yeah, it is. But <laughs> actually, a small shout out. 
because I I went to this uh, youth pastors get together and I was wearing all of our Echo merch and they and were, were like, "Hey, what's that?" Yeah, they were hyped up because I was wearing my uh, "Won't You Be My Neighbor" T-shirt and they're like, "I got that's like hard. six comments on the shirt, like, yo, that's a dope shirt.'" And they're like, "Thanks, it's our youth group shirt." They're like, "What?" And I was yeah, like, they're like, yeah. "Wait a second, huh?" So uh, 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 Bethany um, started a company a while back uh, called Westwind um, Apparel Company and. Uh, her husband Matt's been our media guy for a while now, and he's our editor for this podcast. Yeah, and uh, so they're awesome. But they came up with the idea to like put our merch on uh, like this hidden page on their online store, and so we literally have the best best merch in the game, bar none. Yeah, for youth group, I think we got the best merch in the game by far. Yeah, um, undefeated. So check out southcoastchristian.com slash echo, and uh, you'll find the hidden link. Click in there. shop now and have some fun. So, anyways. Uh, Lazarus of Bethany. Okay, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. So Mary and Martha, if you guys know the story of Mary and Martha, uh, Mary's the one who was um, who poured out uh, her perfume on Jesus' feet. Also, she's the one who was spending a lot of time with Jesus while her sister Martha was preparing dinner in the house. And Martha got upset and said, Jesus, tell my sister to come help me. And Jesus said she knows what's more important. Yeah, which is she's doing the right thing. So there's a lot of like, this is a very important family to Jesus. It's a very important family to uh, the disciples. This is a very important family to the writers of the Gospels as they pop up in many of the stories. And so there's, um, you know, Mary and Martha is a very famous story. And the the uh, the woman, Mary, who pours out her perfume, that's a super important story. And then yep. now the story of Lazarus. Lazarus may be one of the most, like, well-known characters and stories in the new testament so this yep. is there's some uh importance here and so know that i don't know how the relationship started between jesus and this family but just know that they were close um so then uh, so lazarus was ill right and so um uh let's see so the sister sent word to jesus saying lord he whom you love is ill, so that's very important. Uh, too. Yeah, that's extremely important. Um, so, so they're basically saying that like Jesus and Lazarus. I don't know if they were childhood friends. I don't know if they uh, were 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 best friends, or I don't know if if uh, Jesus just met them uh, in his ministry and decided that him and that he really really loved um, Lazarus. Lazarus, but in any event, they were close. They were really close. And uh, but when Jesus heard it said, or he said, the illness does not lead to death. And it is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to his disciples, let's go to Judea again. So pause here. Yeah, that's so very important, too. This is super important, too. So this is kind of the, the breakdown of what I spoke about in that one message. But uh, essentially, the, the big overarching question here is if jesus knew that lazarus was ill why did he wait two more days yeah why did you just say wow sick yeah. i'm gonna hang out i'll be there in a few days yeah so this is like kind of a a very um crazy concept and so so then two days later he tells the disciples hey we gotta go back to um, Judea to go see to go lazarus. see lazarus and so um one of the disciples say like we were just in judea and they tried to kill you why would we go back <laughs> And there's also some really important scripture here that I kind of skipped over, uh, to be honest, like in when I wrote my message the first time. And this is how the Bible is. Every time you read it, there's new revelation. Yeah, there's something there every time. And so 
So Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours in the day? And so when, when uh, in the Bible, when God or when Jesus or anybody's talking about day and night, there, there's obviously real um, implications to that of actual day and actual night. Um, but oftentimes there's like this hidden meaning and oftentimes Jesus is uh, referencing uh, like light and darkness. And mm-hmm. he says, so aren't, aren't there 12 hours in a day? So like meaning basically isn't, isn't there enough time for us to like do this? And it proves this because he says, if anyone walks in the day, he does not stumble because the light is, uh, or because he sees the light of this world. But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. After yeah. saying these things, he said to them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep. So basically right there, Jesus says, wherever I go, it's, it's light. It's light. Yeah. So he's basically saying, wherever I go, it's daytime, wherever I go. So like, you know, people would know that like, and we would too nowadays. Okay. You mm-hmm. live in, you live in North Las Vegas. I'm going to say that because I grew up in Las Vegas. That's where you've been. So you live in North Las Vegas. You do not go out after it's dark. You just don't do it. Yeah. It's not safe. It's not wise. Just don't do it. Uh, I don't know where people grew up, but uh, for me, in, uh, in Visalia, right? You don't go to central north Visalia, like the middle north old town Visalia. You don't go out at night. Past there. dark. You just yeah. don't do it. Uh, you know, here in Southern California, uh, you know. You some parts of Anaheim at night. Yeah, yeah, Anaheim or Santa Ana or some places, you know, East L.A. or, or you know, Compton, Watts. Yeah. Do not go Big out at night, don't at go there at night So. So um, there's ju- there's just certain things you shouldn't do, and so this was probably the same concept at, at this time because it's very it's very, very common they didn't have for lights crime and electricity. to have it at night. And yeah, there's there's because they didn't have street lights. Seen. They had candles. So so Jesus is saying this basically to 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 make it make sense to them that like it hey, like you know if you go out at night it's it's dangerous and dark or whatever. But when you go with me, it's always daytime basically. Yeah. So it's a pretty cool concept. So anyways, but moving on. So he tells them that Lazarus is asleep. And they say, well, if he's asleep, why do we need to go? And basically then he's like, no, he's not asleep. He's dead. They say, oh, okay. So then let's go. So then um, and Jesus said, Lazarus has died. And for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there so that you may believe. But let's uh, let us go to him. So this is crazy. And this, the implications of this are wild, but Jesus essentially let Lazarus die mm-hmm. for the sake of glorification of the Father. That's yeah. that's kind of a tough thing to wrestle with. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Lazarus' death didn't come without pain. His sickness didn't come without pain. Yeah, the emotion was all still real. Yes, and so... so so the it begs the question, Jesus, why would you let someone go through an unnecessary pain? Why would you let someone go through death and sickness um, just to raise them again and when you could have been there earlier? So it's like these are things that I struggle with when I think about. It. These are things that lots of people would struggle with. Why would Jesus let Lazarus go through that? Why would he let mm-hmm. his family go through that? Why would this be a thing? And uh, And sometimes other people's miracles are on the other side of our our pain and and, yeah. and and progress and things like that. And so, and Lazarus, his miracle was on the other side of his pain as well. So, mm-hmm. so, uh, but there's, yeah, so there's cool things here. So anyways, um, and Thomas, the one known as Downing Thomas says one of the most epic lines ever, because they were saying, we can't go back to Judea, Judea they'll kill you. And yeah, this, so one, this line's hard. Thomas says, 
let us go that we may die with him. Like, yeah, let's go with let's go with G, let's go back. And so if we they stone us, we're gonna we're gonna get stoned with them. Yeah, it's tough. So, um, so it says when Jesus got there, he found out that Lazarus was in the tomb for four days already. So like Jesus let him die, die like he was dead. Like dead. They like, fully buried the homie. Yeah. So then. Uh, you know, the sisters come up to, I'm paraphrasing, you can read it for yourself, but the sisters come up to uh, to Jesus and saying, you know, Jesus, if you were here, he wouldn't have died. And and uh, Jesus is basically saying, like, no, he's, you know, he's not dead or whatever. And they're saying, like, I know, like, the resurrection, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, no, you know, and he starts to talk about this stuff. And so it gets intense because all these people are around. And then one of the most profound scriptures in the that for me in the Bible, and this is what helped me through a lot of pain, Mm-hmm. Um, if, uh, we're getting real here on the podcast, but if you know our, my, and my, my wife's story, which is a lot of people's story. And yeah. since we've told this story, we now know that it is a lot of people's story and a lot of and people just don't talk about it. But, mm-hmm. um, didn't, uh, didn't yell, um, un- my wife, Danielle, unfortunately, uh, in August, um, uh, miscarried and so we we lost a child and so that was a very painful process in the middle of covid mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff we were on vacation kind of was crazy um and and so this is this was the story i was talking about when referencing this and so this yeah. was one of the most profound scriptures in the bible that really helped me get through that process and now i think i've announced it already but daniel and i are having a, a child now and so we're really excited yeah. god's promises are true and yep. awesome and he's good Amen, but buddy. um but basically what happens is is Jesus sees the sorrow. All of the fr- all of Lazarus' friends are there, Lazarus' family, people are crying, the sisters are in deep deep pain. And um Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and greatly troubled. And he yeah. said, "Where have you laid him?" They said to him, "Lord, come and see." And Jesus wept. Mm-hmm. So this helped me so much through tough times uh, and it helped Danielle through a lot of tough times because um, even though Jesus knows there's a miracle on the other side, he still, he still he sympathizes still in your pain. With you. Yeah. He still, and he still hurts like that, that pain. I don't think Jesus wept just because of Mary and Martha. And I think Jesus wept seeing his best friend or loved one or whatever we want to call Lazarus dead. Like that sucks, you know? Yeah. And that's painful. And so, of course. So, so Jesus, even despite knowing that our miracles on the other side, he still acknowledges our pain. And so, so many times, like for us as Christians, we, we try to like block those things out and say like, oh, I don't need to, I just need to be strong and I need to be, and I, and I, and I, you know, you know, big girls don't cry and, you know, or yeah. whatever, whatever the whole thing is. And, mm-hmm. and so we try to muscle through and God is good no matter what. And he is, he is, he Amen. is, but God also created your emotions yeah, and created the ability in you to process pain and to mourn and to figure things out. So, so, um, the main point of this, the reason I'm saying this is that, that, that it's when things, when terrible things happen, Jesus understands, he feels your pain. He knows how you're feeling. And, and even if there's a miracle on the other side and, uh, so, um, So then, so then Jesus um, yells out, Lazarus, come out, comes out. It's this great whole thing. And then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? And then 
Um, Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this on account of the people standing around that they may believe that you sent me. So Jesus, even though Lazarus died for a moment for four days and then he Mm -hmm. came back and the sisters wept and all this kind of crazy stuff, Jesus used this pain and this process to glorify God. And it, it is, we're, you know, 2,000 years later, we're still, we're talking, still talking about, about the story. So, um, and I'm going to end there because the last part is the plot to kill Jesus. And that's kind of been a theme of John. That they're always trying to kill they're Jesus. They're always trying to stone him, beat him, kill him. But, and not to preach a message or anything, like usually we just talk about like the scripture and what it means. and Yeah. But the takeaway, I think, the the and more so than some of the other stories we've been reading recently, and there's been some cool things in the stories. But the takeaway from this story, especially, there's multiple things. One, Jesus can raise the dead to life, right? Mm-hmm. And there's uh, uh, two, Jesus cares deeply about people. Three, uh, Jesus feels your pain and weeps with you. Four, sometimes there's unexplainable pain that Jesus can use for the glory of God, and um, sometimes that's your pain. And so yeah. um, it sucks. It's It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make it any more fun. It doesn't make it <laughs> fun at hard. all. Um, but for the sake of the world, for the sake of people around, um, because in my message I ended it with saying that Lazarus was not the only person who was raised to life on that day. Mm-hmm. And he was raised to life physically, but everybody else, the disciples, because he talks about like he wanted the disciples still. So this was for you, basically. Yeah. So Lazarus, the disciples, Mary, Martha, all the other people that gathered around, they they experienced. They saw the glory of the father. They saw they saw they saw Jesus. They saw God in that moment. So cool things. A lot of things to contemplate. If you have any questions about that, spend some time in that in that chapter, and then like bring us some questions, like yeah. some hard questions too. I want you to give me a question that I have no clue that how to you answer. You have to really study for. Yeah, and we'll have to figure it out, and I have to find some resources to help. But there's some unanswered things there. It's really tough to decide why did Jesus wait two days? Why did he let Lazarus die? Why would he let people go through that pain? And mm-hmm. it and it it helps us to know that the Bible is relevant to today. There's a lot of yeah. pain we see today that we don't understand why it's going on. We don't understand why it's happening. Definitely. Why, why do our loved ones um, go through stuff? So with that being said, that's it for today. That's something to contemplate. Yep. The story of Lazarus, crazy. Ben, anything to wrap it up real quick? Yeah, I would just throw on there, and I would say the story of Lazarus has always reminded me so much about Jesus' own Jesus's own resurrection. There's a lot of similarities. Um you kind of see the disciples go through the same exact feelings too, because when Lazarus died, yeah, they were um, conflicted, concerned. They were wondering, why are we waiting a few days? Why are we even going? If he's already dead, why are we even going back? Yeah. Like there's a lot of conflict in their heads. They didn't understand, and that you see the same thing once once Jesus is taken and crucified. This one who came, who they thought was their their savior from oppression, and which he was, but not in the sense that they thought wasn't really a save from government but a yeah, save from themselves like a military warlord like they expected like they expected yeah and they thought this was their great savior they abandoned their careers and dedicated their lives to this man yeah who was just hung on a cross yeah yeah and they jesus preached about his own resurrection multiple times and he claimed i'll tear this temple down you'll tear yep. it down i'll build it up in three days yeah but they didn't understand what that meant yep imagine being 
being one of the disciples and seeing this great person who you thought was going to carry you to freedom yep. dead on a cross. Yep. Well, I think, I think, okay, so <laughs> something in the Bible that happens all the time is that there's, there's massive amounts of foreshadowing. Yeah. So there's like the, the Genesis 15 account, which I preached about a couple of weeks ago, or mm-hmm. probably a month and a half ago now. Genesis 15, where it's like a one-sided covenant with Abraham, points to... Um, Later fulfillment with Jesus. With Jesus. And there's so many things that point to Jesus. There's, there's um, you know, even the story of Joseph getting sold by his brothers, like an un... Uh, uh, an unworthy consequence, if that makes sense. Like he, mm-hmm. Joseph didn't deserve that. He got it anyways, and he was humble through it all. Yeah. So, so many things. And so possibly another theme from this story that now, as you're as you were talking, Ben, I just thought about mm-hmm. was that Lazarus was a foreshadowing to unnecessary, not unnecessary. That's the wrong word. Lazarus was a foreshadowing to 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 unexplainable pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Everybody who loved Lazarus did not understand why did he have to die. Yeah. And Jesus was saying it was for it was for a purpose. It was for the disciples. It was for the sisters. It was for the salvation of those folks that were there mm-hmm. that day. And so the same question probably later on can be asked: Why did Jesus have to die? Yeah. And so Jesus had the disciples who were deeply burdened. All of his followers who were deeply burdened. Jesus had brothers and sisters who were deeply burdened. Jesus. His mother Mary was there. Imagine being a mother and watching your son be crucified. Be crucified. And worse than anybody else, like yeah. mo- when you're crucified, oh. most of the time you were just like tied tied to the cross. To the cross. Yeah. And and your after hanging there for long enough, your arms would give out and you dislocate your shoulders essentially, and then you'd suffocate. suffocate That's yeah. what crucifixion originally was. Crucifixion wasn't supposed to be nailing things through your hands and nailing things through your feet and then yeah. spearing you in the side to make sure you're dead. Um. And so Jesus got like the most gruesome crucifixion there was. Yeah. Imagine being Mary sitting there watching this. It's your yeah. son. It's Emmanuel. God with us. Gabriel came to me and told me. That's that's the hardest part. You I want to build mean? on that. Yeah, yeah. This is the promise that Mary was given by God. Yeah. That Mary didn't even ask for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just being torn away from you. Yeah, she didn't ask for anything. <sighs> she was impregnated by by by, by God the Holy Spirit, and and, uh, and said, "This is the the." the burden you're going to carry and then had to watch that That'd be ripped away savior of the world and her son, uh, her first son, yeah. uh, be ripped away. So it's like, yeah, there's crazy, there's crazy life implications there though. Mm-hmm. What happens when God gives you something that you didn't ask for, Yeah, but it ends up being this amazing thing. And then he says, okay, yeah. I want it back. Yeah. Are you going to do it or no? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then later we find out obviously Jesus resurrects and now he's forever cemented as, the site of the Christian faith. Yeah. But what's, what happens in the middle of that? Yeah. What happens to God with us when he's hanging on the cross dead? You know what yeah. I mean? Like, okay, wait a second. That stuff messes he's, me he's up. He's not with man. us anymore, you know, like yeah. what? And, uh, and so the fulfillment of that, that's the crazy thing too. So Jesus is there. Yeah. Cool. And he's God with us. But the, f- I think the full fulfillment of that is when the Holy Spirit is left. Yeah. After Pentecost. He's gone. Yeah. Cause that, then now the Holy Spirit's here forever. You know? mm-hmm. And it didn't used to be like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of really cool things that uh, are tied in here Stem with this, this with this story. So, yeah. and as it's going to be cool because we're going to get closer to those concepts those we're going to start talking about. Yeah, when they actually happen in John. So it's cool. At the end of the month, uh, I am going up to Washington, Washington uh, for my sister's wedding, 
and I'm going to be a guest host on my brother's podcast. Let's go. So when that happens, we'll have to give you guys. Yeah, the, you got to plug it and put we'll it on have Instagram. To plug it and you guys have to go listen. And we're going to talk Hear about Brett talk Samuel. With brother. My dad. Uh, my, my brother said, not my dad. Uh, he said we're going to talk about Samuel. So it'll be nice. a fun topic. Yeah, well. Something to talk about. Let's go. Cool stuff. Um, okay, that's it for now. And then we're going to draft. Yep. If you're a rat A. So oh, I'm ready, buddy. Ben, let us know what we're going to draft. Let us know how it goes. Give us the process. Give us the update on the scoreboard. All that kind of stuff. Yes, sir. Ski. Okay. Scoreboard update first. It is 36 for Brett, 25 for Ben. Brett won the last two I, weeks ago. I won the sports one. The sports yeah. one. And then I just won the pet peeves one with Jackson. Which makes Collins. sense, man. You're, you're petty, bro. You're petty. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> I had some heaters on there. <laughs> and trust me, I'm not just mad all the time when those things happen. Yeah, <laughs> Most yeah. of those were... No, they weren't a joke at all. One of my honest. new pet peeves is when people take pictures for prom and stand in the middle of the road when you're trying to drive That's, yeah. down that road. That happened today. <laughs> we don't need to go there. Um, Another pet peeve is when... No, I'm just kidding. Just keep lasering them <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, just kidding. I actually had a few today that like came to my mind after like the whole process. Because I don't normally think about them. Like, pet peeves yeah. are just like subconscious. Now we got to seek God because... Yeah, I need I need counsel. Yeah, we're just like thinking about this whole time. It's terrible. Yeah. Okay, so now this week... Brett and I are going to go with the best food duos yes. of all time. And th- this can start a series, a duo series. Yeah, so the um, Spitballers podcast, which is the one that we kind of base this um, segment off this of. This segment off of. I think they did this one, the food duos. Let's go. And so, but we're going to start with the one that they did in honor of them. And then and then we're going to branch out and do some more duos. Because I think it would be really duos. fun to do like... Movie character duos, and yeah. Sports duos, do literally anything, yeah. Pastor duos, worship leader duos, yeah. All that kind of stuff. All right. Without further ado, let's rock paper skizzies this sucker. Also, I was on uh, on. Uh, oh yeah, you got the fantasy on footballers yeah. podcast. You on got okay. on there. Type so, it in the chat. So it's the 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 guys who run the spitballers. They do this fantasy football one. And they were live streaming something, and I left a funny comment, and they like called it out. And They're it was like, "Brett Westerfield in the chat." Yeah, and I was like, Sick. "What the?" I uh, I just made a joke about Hefty Boys because Hefty Boys I'm, for life, dog. Yeah. And uh, so they 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 read my comment out loud. So it wasn't act. They don't know who I am, and I'm not all that important. But my name got said on their podcast, and it was yeah. He screamed. It was a cool moment for me. Okay? Text me and said, "Bro, look at this! Look at this! Look at this!" I was fangirling. It was cool. It, it was, was sick. It, it made my day. It made my uh, my weekend. It was cool. So. Anywho. Let's go. All right. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Shoot. I got beams. Yep. So, actually, somebody told me. I can't remember who it was. I'm trying to think. Trying to think. Trying to think. Jeremiah told me. Jeremiah. In, in the car on the way home from In-N-Out Wednesday night. Okay. He said, was it him? I don't know. Wasn't there. It was somebody. Somebody said, statistically, 80% of folks, when they when they Rochambeau, they, they put... Uh, Scissors. So you've been playing the odds on me. Yeah. Because so I just did that. He did rock. I did scissors. So you guys can't it's see. because I guess it's the easiest one to just go to. I mean, rock is, but nobody likes to just stay. It feels awkward. It feels to awkward. Just stay yeah. on rock. So when you're throwing something, the easiest one to throw is scissors because it's just right there. Yeah. And like paper is weird because it's like. You're flattening your hand. So the scissors one feels the most natural. So I guess 80% of the time people throw scissors. So if you're ever playing rock, paper, scissors, now I'm screwing it up and we're going to, but it's cool because now I yeah, just now, won't win every time. Yeah, yeah. But. Hey, there uh, was a stint where you didn't win one. Because I didn't know this information. Yeah, now you just murk me every time. So 
So if you're playing rock paper scissors, here's a here's a there's a tip for the f- for folks. A, here's a tip, guys. So if you're ever playing rock paper scissors at school or something, go with now just go beat with all rock. your friends. Yeah, go with rock. Twenty percent of the time you'll lose, but eighty percent of the time you'll win. I like those chances. So there you go. All right, you're some up kids first. gonna do it. They never ever. I lose every time. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going first. Okay, so the best food duos. Yep. Oh wow, this is hard. Burgers and fries. Classic. Burger and fries. You can't I think, go wrong I think there. that was the first one they picked, too. I the, had that one on my list. The um, fantasy football. Who wouldn't pick that? Burgers and fries. If you know me, I love burgers and fries. I burger and fries, is, I could eat that every day and I actually not get sick of it. every day. Yeah. I can eat it breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, probably. That's terrible. But I could. But they're honest. good. Yeah. I could eat in and out every single day. Yeah, I definitely probably could, too. Because you can get variations of stuff there, and it's not as like I don't know I don't know how to explain. It. It's not as heavy on me. Like I can eat McDonald's and then I'm messed up for like later on in the day. If it, it depends on what I'm eating, but makes you drag. Uh, Wendy's too. Wendy's is super good, but it's greasy. Yeah, so like you can get jacked up there too. Um, you can get a stomach ache. Yeah, Carl's Jr. is pretty good, but for whatever reason, everything I in and out just it's probably just super is fresh, and, fresh clean, and, yeah. and it and it and it digests well, and yeah. so I literally could eat it. Probably every day. So it is and good. Pedro's tacos. I could eat that every day. Yeah, Pedro's is really good too. Okay. What's your next pick? I'm gonna go with mac and cheese and anything barbecue, but for the sake I'll go with like ribs. Mac and cheese and ribs. That's a good one. That was one that I was gonna put on my list. That's a big one. I love barbecue. So I'll I'll count it. Um but technically, it's a trio. Um, How? Because it's mac and cheese. Okay. And yeah. Whatever. But no, because okay. No, I'm gonna let it go because I think I think it's fine. Okay. It's okay. great. But on the spit bars, that was one of their picks was mac and cheese, and they started arguing really? about it. But it made sense after they explained it because it's macaroni. You can have macaroni and all sorts of That's different true. things, but it's macaroni and cheese. Okay. Um, but I'll let it slide. Okay. Because it's a good pick. Fair it enough. Was on my list. Fair enough. Um. Okay. So I guess now, I see their point. Now I'm going to pick one of my favorite, if you know me or if you've ever played video games with me late at night. Oh, I know where this is going. Chips and salsa. Yep, chips and salsa. That's like an inherited trait for me from my dad. My dad's a big chips and salsa guy? Yes, dude. Huge chips and salsa guy. Not as much now because he's like... Is trying not to, like, be fat and stuff. <laughs> but when, Rip. when we were when we were kid, he's not fat at all. If you know, no, him, not but, at all. But he gets like this, like, uh, he gets the Grinch bod where it's like he's super skinny and just has this belly. Let's I feel go. like he's bad. It's kind of funny. Um, but I've never really seen him with it. But that's his that's his statement. So, um, but when we were kids. My dad, we had this thing called midnight. We ate so bad when we were kids because we eat, you know, breakfast, lunch, yeah. and dinner, and then midnight snack led by my dad. My dad's like, midnight snack. And it wasn't midnight. It was like 830. Yeah. But uh, whenever we were that's going what to bed, called, yeah. it was like right before bed, we'd all eat snacks. And like, and so while you sleep, it's like the worst time to eat right terrible. before bed. Yeah. Yeah. So like each of us had a different thing and they didn't let us eat a lot. I'd have like a couple slices of cheese. That was my go-to. Like, cheese you know, the block dang. of cheddar cheese and yeah, I'd slice a couple slices. pieces off. My brother, he always have like an apple or something. My sister would have something else. 
But every single night, my dad would have chips and salsa, or if he was wilding, he'd make himself nachos. Nachos, yeah. And he'd eat that every time. My dad used to be a freak, dude. He <laughs> he used to, okay, listen to this, guys. Let us know. If this um, is normal. <laughs> let us know if this is crazy or if this is normal. Um, my dad would put ice, like ice cubes, Kay. in his milk. Yeah, no, that's blasphemy. He was like, I've, it keeps it cold. <laughs> no, you water it down. Yeah, you may as well just drink saying. skim milk at that point. Yeah. No, he doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> oh, but like when I was a kid, you have nachos and salsa and, and milk and ice, ice milk. Yeah. No way. No way, buddy. <laughs> That's not normal. Fast can't Tom, do it. If you're listening to this. Can't do it. No way. No. So, anyways, my dad's kind of funny. He is a funny guy. Okay, chips and right. salsa. That's my pick. Go ahead. I'm gonna go with and one. Give us a good reason here. Give us a good reason to pick me. No, 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 on your next one. Give us an elaborate description of why you're picking it. Okay, well, I'm going to go Give with us a good example. milk and cookies. Is that count? Oh, gosh, it's so good. <laughs> That's the best the dessert duo of all time. It's Are you kidding me? It might be the number one, uh, but yeah. it's not. It's burgers and fries, okay? So. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Cookies and milk. You, you don't even need a description for that. You can dip it. I, I'm a dipper. I like dipping my, my cookies in the milk. Got too much dip on your chip. You got too much dip on your chip. Okay, with no ice, though. Pastor Tom, sorry. So you dip the cookie in there. Yeah, the ice would get in the way. Yeah, or you could just eat the cookie and then wash her down with some milk. Oh, but you, okay, this is such a good duo because, okay, listen. You can't have one by themselves yeah, yeah, yeah. at all. Listen, I can, well, you can have milk by, well, you can have milk well, by itself, but. That's actually not true. It goes better. Okay, here, 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 here's, this actually proved it right. I can have a burger by itself all the time. Yeah, you don't I, I might fries. I might even purposefully do that. I might get two burgers instead of burgers and fries. Yeah. And then I can have fries by themselves. Fine. Of course. Uh I can't have tortilla chips by themselves though. But I can have regular chips by themselves. Okay. And I I like tortilla chips by themselves sometimes. Oh, uh, my salt. brother used to too. I like the salt. Yeah, yeah. The lime ones, I could do that. Um yeah. and then salsa, you need chips for sure. But Yeah. Well, you may mac not. Mac and cheese, but. you could do them without ribs. You could. You could even do mac without cheese. Of course. But <laughs> you cannot eat a cookie without milk. Without milk, there's no way. No, if you do it, you're wrong. This is this is why this is why, growing up, I hated small groups and things like that because someone would always nobody bring, would bring milk. Nobody bring milk ever. So every, but everybody's bringing cookies. Yep. Everybody's having a great time. It's the bringing go-to cookies thing in a ho- and like Christmas parties no. and holiday parties. Everyone's bringing cookies, but nobody decides to, to let me drink milk. their milk because milk is so precious and I can't go in your fridge and drink your milk. No, so. One of the, dude, funny story. We had I'm mad at um a youth convention years ago. Yes, this is when I was a student. I think you were even a student too. You might have been a senior. It was like one of the first ones that we went to together. Okay. And um, Jackson, nice. He's messing with his hat. For those of you who can't see, Jackson called. So we went to Ralph's like every year because Jackson was after I was a. That's true. Then you were a leader for Jeremy or something. Yes. Yeah, well, something happened. Well, we were at Ralph's because we'd go to use convention in San Diego, and we'd always stock up, or maybe it was in Anaheim, I don't remember. But you'd stock up on stuff, and I was in the room with them. We got cookies, obviously. We're like yes. fresh in high school boys. That's all you buy. You don't buy anything nutritious. Yes. Jackson's like, we need milk for this. Bought a gallon of milk. He drank it on the way back to the hotel. A Jackson's gallon a freak with milk, of milk. Dude. He's a freak. Yeah. That homie loves milk, and th- I, there's no shame in it because I love it too. So but. one of my, I think it was my first or second, probably my, st- I don't know, maybe second youth convention. We bought a bunch of like blueberry and chocolate muffins. We bought 
Oh yeah. Cookies. We bought those uh, frosted brownies. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bought hot Cheetos, obviously. Obviously. And a bunch of other things, and then we bought four gallons of milk. Yeah, and that's gone in a day. Yeah. So then, but we're in a hotel room, and they don't have a fridge. So everyone's like, "Ice the we were, sink, buddy." Yeah, we were walking back, and your dad was like, "Boys, how are you gonna? How are keep you gonna keep cold. that cold?" And I was like, "Oh, we've got it planned." Because <laughs> we also bought six bags of ice. Let's go. And we filled up the bathtub yep. with ice and put the freak and yep. put, put the, the milk in there. Milk bury in it. There. Yes, yep. dude, it That's brilliant. So uh, we used to do so that. No, also, with that, you could put two and two together. None of us took a shower that week. No, we <laughs> filled the sink with ice. For a couple, <laughs> a couple days. Um, so that's terrible. But that's great. That's what happens. All right, your wow. pick, buddy. I'm surprised I didn't go first overall. I'm a wee bit mad. Yeah, well, you should be. <laughs> your pick. Are we just doing four or five? Let's do five. There's a lot of options here. There is. Okay, this is your third. Okay, lay off. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Since you want to do cookies and milk, I'm gonna do. And this might I might not be able to pick this. This could be a this could be a uh, technicality. Okay. Here we go. But I'm going to do Taco Bell and Baja Blast. No, that's perfectly fine. That's, that's the only fine. place you can get it. So the only tech, the reason I said technicality is because like, I'm not specifying what food to get with it. But literally no. anything off yeah. the menu from you Taco Bell anything with Baja, and Baja then Baja Blast. Baja Blast is, or Taco Bell, I had I that today, say. confession. Yeah, it's dank. I had it last night. So, <laughs> Danielle, don't listen to this part of the podcast. <laughs> um, all right, hear me out. Taco Bell is the only restaurant you True. Can, Facts. Th- Move on. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Taco Bell is the only restaurant I will go to and not get Dr. Pepper. Ooh, For those of you who good don't call, know, good call, good Dr. Call. Pepper is my favorite soda of all time. Yep. You will not catch me saying anything else. Also. However, Taco Bell is the only restaurant I get something else because Baja Blast just compliments Mexican food or um, <laughs> Taco Bell Mexican food so well. Here's the other thing. You might not know this by looking at me, but I don't drink soda. Yeah, he really doesn't. I really don't. I never drink soda. I mean, sometimes Rarely. I have like root beer or like root beer float, but I really don't. Or like if someone bought, if someone bought, uh, like for a small group soda or something, I'll drink soda. But I, I almost never get soda at fast food places. Yeah, he's I, a big iced tea guy. Yeah, I think it was like probably I don't know five six years ago. I just just weaned off soda, and I've never gone back. I just don't. I don't ever have a craving for it. The carbonation is kind of like, eh, it's not satisfying for me anymore. Uh, but I'll get Mountain. I'll get a Baja, Baja Blast. Blast. Like you have to every time. Yeah. Or a camping trip, Mountain Dew. Camping trip, have to every time. Yeah. But yeah, I don't drink soda, and I will drink that. It's really good. Anyways. Yeah, that's a really really good pick. I know. Kind of bummed I didn't get that one. Um. I know. My In and Out go to an Arnie Palmy. Yep. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I'm gonna go with nice breakfast one. I'm gonna go with steak and eggs. Yep. That's bars. I had steak and potatoes on my list, but steak and eggs is good, too. Well, see, I'm a big fan of steak and potatoes and eggs, like tater tots in the morning. <laughs> that's <laughs> lucky banging. That's three, though. You can't do I that. I know. That's why I just said steak and eggs. So that's more popular. Steak and eggs is super good. Even so what we would do at my house is we'd have like steak for dinner one night. And if there's like a little bit of leftover steak and it's a Friday in the morning, you just make some steak and eggs. Yeah, it's good. I, uh. Danielle and I just went to dinner at Salt Creek Grill. Let's go. The other night with some friends. And they have this uh, coffee encrusted mm-hmm. uh, New York style steak, which sounds weird, but it no, is it's so, so good. good. 
and then it's got blue cheese on top, which I don't like blue cheese, but for whatever reason, this is it was really blah. good. Yeah. And uh, Danielle only finished half of her steak. And you're like, well, I'll take the rest of that. Uh, and I ate it today as leftovers, and it was still so good. I uh, I ate an embarrassing amount of food that night, <laughs> and 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 uh, and uh, Matt and Bethany were sitting right next to us, and and they told, just they totally out. called me on it. They're like, because uh, Matt like. Oh, Matt finished his steak, and Bethany's like, "Dude, I'm su- I'm surprised. Like, you finished your steak, you never eat that much." He's like, "Well, Brett finished his steak." And she's like, "Well, yeah, Brett's Brett." And I was like, like "Oh, yeah, feels okay. bad." No, no, no. But I was like, you know, big dog gotta eat. I get it. So, um, <laughs> uh, it makes sense. But okay, so that m- that morning, I didn't have breakfast. I usually don't eat breakfast. Neither do I. Because um, I gotta save room for the rest of the meals. <laughs> but yeah, I gotta burn all my at lunch. Later. We were celebrating because it was Daniel's last day at work. So I yeah. ate a full calzone. Oh, that's the same day. Same day. I hossed a My calzone. My guy went crazy. And those cal- you they're, guys don't they're understand. They're ginormous. These calzones dude. are huge. It's like, the, it's like the equivalent of eating like six pieces of pizza, probably. Yeah, this calzone could feed two. Yeah. So I so I ate a full calzone and then went to dinner with these people. And there was appetizers, a salad, dinner, and dessert. And, and I ate house all of steak, it. House and I licked dessert. the plate on every aspect. It Let's was like, go. I had, so for the appetizer, they had... Uh, these little like kebab things, and then they had um, <laughs> ah kebabs. Okay, so then they had a uh, um. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing. That's funny. <laughs> Shish kebab. Uh, so they had a uh, they had these little mini pizza things. Okay. I had four of those, and then they oh had goodness. these bacon wrapped stuffed uh uh shrimps, shrimp yeah, things. That sounds banging. And I um, I ate six of those. <laughs> and then uh, and then we had steak. a salad. I had the salad, and I had a full. It's like a full steak, like like the size of your Bible steak. Like okay, a little smaller than that. Like, uh, like a good size steak. Yeah, like a fist and a half. Okay. So it it was actually probably almost two of my fists. Yeah, it was a big steak. It was a big steak, and I housed the whole thing, all the mashed potatoes, <laughs> all go. all the like the full sides, the give sides you asparagus, that give, yeah, whatever. Housed it all. And then and then they and then I had um, tiramisu, very good at the end, and ate the whole thing, and that was that big too. Yeah. So I was like, this oh is embarrassing, but I need help. It was good, so I did it. All right, let's go. Steak and eggs is good. Sorry, I'm taking long to explain this. We were talking about the podcast going shorter, but now it's going long because we start talking about food. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, big trying, fan of I'm trying to be delivered from my food addiction. Yeah, everybody has their sin. Mine's gluttony, but okay. all right, <laughs> you're up. All right, we got two more picks. Yeah, we got a muscle now. Yeah, here. we got. Yeah, I got to pee super we, bad. Yeah, we got to go quick. Okay, so I'm gonna do pizza and wings. Big fan. Pizza and wings. You might beat me just strictly off Taco Bell. I'm gonna be honest, but we'll try. We'll wings. try. Pizza and wings. That's pro- That's one of my favorite food combos outside of probably burgers and fries. But pizza and wings. Uh, yeah, send it every single day. Yeah. It messed me up. I don't even care. Don't care. Pizza wings. All right, your pick. Pizza wings. Let's go grilled cheese and tomato soup. That's good. That's good. I know. Think about this. You never eat one but alone either. Yeah, you never have tomato soup. That's it's literally tomato juice. Yeah. Um, grilled cheese, tomato soup, and grilled cheese you can have by itself, but yeah, but it's, it's not preferable. Best, yeah. yeah. Oh, I have a last pick. Oh darn. Well, okay. you have one um, pick right now, so you better use it right. I know. What do I want to do? Pie and ice cream. Well, you had to get a dessert on there. It's a good one. I had to. Pie and ice cream, dude. You might lose some because it's pie. 
most people like cake, but I I, I prefer pie. For over me, cake. pie is way yeah. better than cake. I completely agree, but I'm just saying the masses. I don't know. A warm razzleberry pie with ice cream is oh, life changing. Yeah. So good, pie and ice cream every time. Book it. Yeah, huge fan. Okay, and then I'm gonna go with. Oh, this one sank way far, buddy. I'm just gonna go with chicken strips and fries. You can't. You can't do that. Why? Because we already picked fries. Oh, okay. I didn't know you can repeat things. But I'll, it's that's okay. No, no, Clock no, starts over. Else. Clock starts over. You're fine. Yeah, I didn't know you can pick the um, like things twice. Yeah, it'd be like it'd be like me doing ribs and baked beans. Yeah, Can't totally get it. Totally get it. Okay, go ahead. What about chicken and waffles? Oh, <laughs> let's go. You just upgraded the pick. Yeah. That's oh, I should I should have let it go. Chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. Dude, that's so good. <sighs> I've had that at home. My mom decided to like deep you feel like fry you're sinning waffles. when you eat chicken and waffles. Yeah, you're like this that's, is definitely not right. This is illegal. I shouldn't be able to do this. You're mixing wow. breakfast with dinner and wow. Any honorable mentions? Yeah, I had a few on there. I had hot dogs and chili. Yep. Chili dogs. I had um I had the chicken and fries. That's I had ketchup I had and mustard. Okay. Simple. I had pe- peanut butter and jelly. Yep. I had ham and cheese. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. One of my favorites, but it wasn't going to get votes, but brats and uh, brats and sauerkraut. Oh. So good. And then hot cocoa and whipped cream. Okay, I didn't think That's about that That's a simple one. one, but it's really that good. That is a heater of a pick. S'mores, you could have gone graham crackers and marshmallows. Oh, yes. I had that one. Wow. Bread and butter. <laughs> Classic. Classic. You could have done uh, pancakes and syrup. Oh, that's a good one. There's a lot of picks Cereal out there. Cereal and milk. I already picked milk That's cookies, classic. That's a classic pick. That's great. I have cereal every single day of the week, and it's never at breakfast time. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've does that too. I never have breakfast in the morning, or have yeah breakfast foods in the morning. That's crazy. Literally almost ever. Let us know if there's any more that donuts we donuts and coffee. Oh, oh sorry, wow, I blew that one. That's a good one. Yeah, you blew that. Um, it just came to my mind. Sorry, it totally interrupted you. <laughs> no, you're fine. Are there any other ones? I'm trying to think. No cerrito. <laughs> no cerritos. Auto square. Um. Chips and guac, if you d- if you prefer. Yep. Chips and queso. Salsa is definitely better than all those, but yeah. Yeah. Um, bacon and eggs, sausages and eggs. You know. Yeah, I could have chose bacon, but I like steak and eggs more. Turkey and stuffing. I'm just hungry now, so go ahead. And okay, <laughs> so we're done. Um, love you guys. Uh, yep. Let's recap. I picked first, so I got burgers and fries, chips and salsa, Taco Bell and Baja Blast, pizza and wings, pie and ice cream, and Ben got mac and cheese and ribs. Cookies and milk, steak yep. and eggs, grilled cheese, and tomato soup, and chicken and waffles. Yep. This is going to be a good one. Yeah, I like I like these picks. So uh, vote. Uh, this will be on on Monday. Um, I will make sure of it. Monday. Yeah, and, send it uh, to Pond Boss tonight. Yeah, it'll be great. So we love you. We'll see you. Um, I'm Brett. I'm Ben. And the outro. Yeah.